Water report, y'all. Welcome back to Morning Report, y'all. It has been a very long time since an episode has come out, and I would like to thank all of you, my loyal listeners, for getting right back into it and listening to all these new episodes. Today marks the first day in what hopefully will be a daily string of new episodes intended to provide some um, good content out there for some people who um, will go nameless but are feeling a little under the weather and are unable to go out from their homes for a variety of reasons, or possibly one reason which everyone can pick out without um, thinking about too hard. At any rate, the um, Christmas season is upon us, getting ready for the holidays. thought this would be a great way to end the year. Um, I know no one is really very excited to get into the year 2021, but um, it's coming whether we really want to get rid of 2020 or not, and I'm trying to make this just a slightly bit more enjoyable, uh, if possible. The the format of today's episode is going to be a little different as it's such short notice, and I basically just decided on a whim that because uh, my credit card was already charged for the podcast hosting automatically on a new renewal that I had to do some podcasting. Uh, I did not have time to uh, secure a guest star. Um, Even Dr. Burton was not available on short notice, so it is just me answering some listener questions today. Um, I do uh, still get quite a bit of uh, feedback from listeners, uh, loyal supporters, uh, Instagram followers, who want to know some pretty, um, you know, it's pretty in-depth questions. Uh, they want to hear some real answers. We want to cut through some of the BS that goes along with being a general surgeon and a burgeoning podcast star. And I thought that today might be a good opportunity for me to answer some of those questions. Um, one of the questions is, of course, why have I not been doing podcasts during the pandemic? Now, the reason is not that I wanted people to suffer more by having to um, go without listening to my voice for 10 months. But um, it has to do with the fact that this is a podcast that is extremely lighthearted. We do like to have a lot of fun. And at the onset of the pandemic, the national atmosphere was one of so much worry and concern that honestly, without any joking intended, I didn't think it was really appropriate to try to be funny at a time when nobody seemed to want people to be funny. Um, I think looking back, it probably would have been fine to continue to do the podcast during the most nerve wracking parts of the pandemic. Um, Not that it's not still nerve wracking, but uh, I do think that with people um, getting the coronavirus and people's loved ones uh, passing away from the coronavirus in the early stages when there was so much uncertainty about how it would act did not think it was appropriate um, to publish some of the podcasts which I had previously recorded. Uh, We are going to take some of the podcasts which were done in the early stages of the pandemic and revisit them with perhaps some commentary on some of the goofball-ass predictions that I came up with uh, regarding how the pandemic was going to play out. 
Uh, some of them were not all that bad. Some of them were a bit of the doomsday scenario, and some of them were just plain stupid. So we will most likely revisit those sometime this week when I run out of other content. To And speaking of running out of content, I am going to be trying basically a new format due to the lack of guests where I'm going to answer these questions for you. Um, there have been a few that have been submitted by a couple of listeners, loyal listeners, some of my very good um, critics, I would say. They're fairly critical of what it is that I do on this podcast. They seem to be mainly jealous because they have not been invited to be guests on the podcast yet, but at any rate, they have given me a few topics that they would like to have addressed, some of which I can address and some of which I can't. Um, any questions that anyone listening might have, they can please DM me on Instagram. They can email me at jacobperry17 at gmail.com. Um, they can give me a phone call, as all 20 of you who listen all have my cell phone number. They can call me, as all 20 of you who actually listen to this podcast have my cell phone number. And anyone who wants to be a guest can become a guest star on this The Star Making Podcast Morning Report, y'all. And now, with no further delay, let's get down to some questions, shall we? Another very common question I get, uh, which I guess is fairly common in podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts besides this one, and neither should you. However, um, I do get asked quite a bit about, uh, can you rank this? Can you rank your favorite foods to eat? Can you rank... Uh, your favorite music to listen to in the OR? What's your favorite surgery? Who is your favorite resident? Um, these rankings can sometimes be tedious, but I guess they're pretty good podcast fodder. And given that I am trying to fill up at least seven to 10 straight days of podcasts, and I don't have seven to 10 straight visitors lined up to do podcasts with me, um, some of this is going to have to be some pretty crappy content, such as my top five um, ranking of cases that I like to do. Um, I haven't really given much thought to some of these rankings, so I'm just going to pretty much do some word salad and you'll get kind of whatever pops into my head first. Um, so that's something to look forward to over the next couple of days, not to oversell it. So now that we're pretty well caught up on the motivation and plan behind the next couple of episodes, I would like to launch right into some really hard-hitting content. I've gotten a few questions from um, some uh, people. They like they seem to like this rankings idea. Um, I am not going to rank the resonance outright. I did put a story up on my Instagram on a prior take on this podcast where I talked about ranking the residents, and I'm not going to do that today. I need to think about it a little bit harder to get my proper top 10 surgical residents from the last couple of years out. The reason the surgical residents play such a prominent role in this podcast is that I work with them on a daily basis. I'm currently taking call every other week for a week at a time. Um, the residents are our man or woman on the ground and they keep our service running. They have a relatively thankless job. But um, they do provide a lot of the fodder for this content. Um, they also have a lot of questions, which, um, you know, they, they all really want to know who's my favorite. 
um, the role of favorite resident in any individual class of residents is a um, coveted title. I am a um, professor, uh, assistant, or associate, or voluntary, or something or other uh, at the University of Kentucky Medical Center uh, in the Department of General Surgery or Surgery or something like that. I'd have to go check my diploma in a pile of um, dust. Um, however, uh, the residents, as you know, if you've listened, have been coming out to our hospital for decades. I did this as a resident. Uh, Dr. Burton was out here as a resident. Uh, all the my partners uh, over the last couple of years, well, most of my partners um, have been residents here. Uh, so th the residents do play an outsized role in the surgical experience uh, that I have personally. Um, that being said, they are um, usually a source of a lot of uh, good-natured ribbing. Some residents might even refer to it as trolling. I like to think of it as... Um, I just consider it communication. I don't know why they think I'm a troll. Um, there are a lot of little things. Some of my favorite things to do the resident is to give them a hard time about placement of their bandages. Uh, all the residents listening know right away exactly how I like my Steri-Strip bandages to be placed on top of wounds. And that is exactly 50% of the way. And I do love to give them a hard time about measuring the exact dimensions of the wound, the length of the wound, the angles that they place the strips on, and getting it absolutely perfect. Um, and it is kind of funny to watch them struggle to try to prove that they can do it and yet still come up short. Um, something about the struggle, it's almost like, um, it's like watching a puppy walk for the first time. Um, so there are little things like that that would, you know, the residents find kind of humorous or they might find humorous or they might find really irritating, which is what I find humorous about it. But um, it doesn't really come across to the average person about just how much um, irritating the residents brings me joy. And there is nothing that brings me more joy than the residents being irritated when it comes to a ranking of the residents compared to the other residents at their same training level. Um, no one really minds now when I compare them to An Lee, uh, but An Lee, who graduated, I think last year, uh, when she was here, you know, five years ago, seven years ago, um, she was amazing and it drove her fellow residents, some of whom are listening, I'm sure some of whom are not. And then some of whom probably still can't believe that I ever spent as much time comparing them all to An Lee, um, as I did, it will drive them completely nuts. And that alone brings me enough joy to get me through the pandemic. Um, however, um, a definitive, uh, all encompassing ranking of the residents of my 10 year experience working out here in Moorhead, um, would be an exhausting, um, effort for me. And I'm sure absolutely exhausting for people who don't know any of these residents to listen to. However, I am, I'm going to try to do a resident spotlight, um, perhaps uh, each episode. I don't know. Maybe I will. Um, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about perhaps highlighting some of my, my favorite ones over the last couple of years and maybe even bringing them back onto the podcast with a uh, grade dependent on it, which they always love, my judgments. Uh, so that is, um, that's out there as a possible um, 
possibility uh, for one of the episodes today. But as far as a ranking today, I am not prepared to write it, uh, to put it on paper or for um, anyone to know that. Uh, I will have you know that um, I have been promised on multiple occasions that they will not forget me after they leave. But as of yet, I have still um, not received um, my teaching awards. It must have been lost in the mail, uh, perhaps. Uh, but the promised teaching awards and uh, recognition, the Gordy Hyde Award, perhaps, or the um, the one, you know, whatever it is that it's called that the um, the same four people get every year without any, um, you know, whatever, Dr. McGrath and, um, you know, Dr. Uh, Dr. Chang or whoever used to get it every year, Dr. Indine, Dr. Polito, those guys, um, you know, those awards, eventually they'll have to give to someone else and then I'll have to complain about those other people getting it instead of me. But um, deep down, the residents love me. I love the residents um, mostly, um, sort of, uh, the ones that I can stand. Um, but we will talk a little bit more about surgical training because it does portray play an outwardly large-sized role in uh, the life of a general surgeon, especially one who continues to work with residents and train them and teach them all the ways of the world, not just in surgery but in life in general. Um, just the other day I was having a conversation with one of our residents out here who's about to be a father. Um, I assume everyone knows that. Spoiler alert. Um, should have maybe been issued on that one. Sorry. Um, but I was telling him my big fathering advice, which is to have your wife breastfeed at all costs, um, because of the benefits of sleep that you were able to get by being able to, um, not have to make bottles in the middle of the night. And I don't know if it was very well received, uh, but it's one of those things that you learn from a very wise man. And then years later, you're like looking back thinking, God, that guy should be up on a mountain meditating. He's such a guru. Uh, but at any rate, um, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. I like to pass that along to everyone. So um, today's episode will have to be cut short because I do have to go make some rounds. I will try to make about 15 to 30 minutes over the next couple of days to keep uh, my girl Blair, who is having a hard time, um, but is recovering and should be back to work in seven to 10 days, at which time I'll be able to stop podcasting and she'll just be able to listen to me talking incessantly directly at her rather than to her through a microphone. So, um, I hope that you guys are able to uh, sit back and enjoy some of these episodes over the next few days. I'm hoping to get some good guests, and I'm sorry for the rambling. Um, it's hard to talk to a big, empty room, uh, and by big, I mean a tiny glass coffin of emotion that is my clinic. So um, please come back and listen. Um, feel free to review us on uh, Apple Music or whatever it's called, and Stitcher, and uh, podbean.com. Remember, it's ad-free, so tell your friends. And I look forward to hearing the feedback from you guys. Thanks. <laughs>